The Kings returned home, but the losing continued. We'll talk about the Kings' loss to the Rangers and another mixed performance from goalie Cal Peterson. We'll also talk about have the Kings gotten what they expected out of Kevin Fiala. All that and more on this edition of Locked on LA Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. We are at 891 subscribers at last check, just nine away from our goal of 900 by the end of November. Thank you to all who have liked and subscribed to the YouTube channel and are supporting the YouTube effort there. My name is Eddie Garcia. I am your host of Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for almost 30 years, the past 20 plus years, at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast, a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 16 years and, of course, a passionate LA Kings fan for the past 30 years or so. Uh, I originally intended to post this episode on Wednesday and take Thursday off for Thanksgiving. However, I have been battling an illness for over a week and with things seemingly getting worse and not better. I decided I need to go to urgent care and uh, get checked out on Wednesday. That took a big chunk of the day. Found out that I have the flu and bronchitis. Um, they gave me an inhaler and some medications to take. So hopefully now that that's been diagnosed and I've got some things to help make me better, um, things will get better. But it will take just time and rest and those types of things as well. Uh, unfortunately, because of I'm you know, being sick, um, I'm not able to attend my normal family Thanksgiving dinner because I don't want to get anyone else sick. My wife is also unfortunately sick as well. So here I am on Thanksgiving Day talking to whoever might be listening or watching this. So hopefully your holiday circumstances are a bit better than mine. Either way, I wish you a very happy Thanksgiving. I hope that I don't have to cough during this episode. If I do, I do have a little mute button on my mic here so I can hit that and not subject you to uh, the sounds of me coughing. Uh, it's also possible I might need to take a sip of a drink to help me out. So I appreciate your understanding uh, if that is in fact the case. So let's go back to Tuesday. The LA Kings returned home after a disappointing one, two and one road trip to start a stretch of games where the Kings are going to play five other next, next six at home. That first game came against the New York Rangers. LA came in with a record of 11, eight and two good enough for 24 points and second place in the Pacific division. Although it's a little misleading, to be honest. We can talk about that more later. Uh, New York came in with a 9-6-4 record, 22 points, fourth place in the Metropolitan Division. The Kings lineup was a little bit different. It was um, more of what we saw during the Seattle game when head coach Todd McClellan made some adjustments. Remember, he moved Kevin Fiala back on the on the number one line with Andre Kopitar and Adrian Kempe. Second line, almost always remaining the same. Philip Deneau at center, Trevor Moore and Victor Arbertson on the wings. Blake Lazat was moved up to the third line center along with Carl Grundstrom. And they were now with Gabe Velarde, who was moved down from the top line to the third line. And then that fourth line was Rasmus Kupari and Arthur Kaliab along with Jarrett Anderson Dolan. The defensive pairings were Mikey Anderson and Drew Doughty, Alex Edler and Matt Roy, and Jacob Movarari with Sean Walker. And the goaltender was Cal Peterson. As for the lineup, with uh, Gabe Velarde having cooled off with um, 
a six-game goalless streak. I wasn't really surprised to see Kevin Fiala back up on the top line. I think we all probably assumed at some point that would likely happen um, and not a surprise to see it. Um, I was surprised, though, to see Cal Peterson in net. I know he played pretty well in a loss to Seattle, but he did lose um, in overtime. Uh, you're back on home ice to start start an important homestand, and you're playing a, a team that is likely, when it's all said and done, going to be one of the better teams in the Eastern Conference. And I'm not sure why you don't go with your number one goalie and Jonathan Quick in that situation. So the start of Cal was a little bit surprising to me in that situation, but we'll see how it turned out for the LA Kings. They got off to a great start on Tuesday against the Rangers, and Kevin Fiala, who we're going to talk about later, scored just 35 seconds into the game. He got a rebound off an Adrian Kempe shot. He kicked it to his stick from his skate and scored in traffic with defenseman Jacob Truba, who's a very good player, the captain for the Rangers, pretty much draped on him. I mean, that was an incredibly skilled play, uh, just an amazing goal, and great to see the Kings score the first one in this game. Later in the first, Kings would score on the power play on a great pass from Kevin Fiala, right on the stick of Gabe Velarde, who was standing at the side of the net, a tap-in goal, and the Kings are off to a 2-0 lead. And for Velarde, he snaps that six-game goal to streak, and scores his team-leading 11th goal of the season. Second period, the Rangers, though, would get on the board on an innocent shot from distance. Cal Peterson might have been slightly screened, but thought that was a bad goal that he let in. The Rangers would tie it up on a weird goal, uh, just a fluttering puck that maybe got a piece of Drew Doughty and just kind of floated into the net. Uh, Just a very odd shot, and not sure what it may have hit or if it was just a, a shank of a shot that had it just float honestly, like a butterfly uh, up in the air and then land right into the net. It was a really, really weird goal, but the Rangers get some puck luck in that one. And then later on a delayed penalty, New York pulled the goalie for the extra attacker and Capo Caco was in front of the net. There was a shot on rebound. He was there to put it in and the Kings give up three straight goals and now trail three, two after two periods in the third period. Kings would tie it up on a Sean Walker goal, and this was after a spectacular sequence for the Kings. Cal Peterson uh, found his himself way out of the net. He had to scramble to get back to try and make a save. He dove across the crease and made a spectacular save, and then right back came the Kings and scored on a Sean Walker goal, one of the more exciting sequences we've seen for the LA Kings all season, and that would tie it up at 3-3. But the Rangers would reclaim the lead on a stretch pass off the boards to Chris Kreider. He beat out the icing, scored on a bad angle shot, another bad goal that was let in, in my opinion. New York grabbed a 4-3 lead, and then Kreider would put an empty net goal to seal the win. And New York gets the 5-3 victory. We'll discuss the loss in a little bit more detail. Uh, Also going to talk about the good, Kevin Fiala, and the not-so-good, Cal Peterson. But first, I need to let you know that this episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting and information this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all of your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. It is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including the World Cup, which is going on right now, MMA, boxing, golf. Head to BetOnline.net and use your mobile device to learn more that is bet online where the game starts. So obviously uh, the Kings not getting this homestand off in a, a way that we had all hoped they would. Uh, their five game home winning streak came to an end with that loss to the Rangers. It was also the Kings third straight loss overall. Um, 
it was disappointing on a number of levels. The Kings obviously needed a win to, you know, put that subpar road trip in the rearview mirror, needed a win to come back and start this homestand, this important homestand off on a good note. Um, you know, obviously it was made even worse because the Kings played so well to start the game. Um, in today's NHL, a two-goal lead is certainly far from a sure thing. But still, when you score the first two goals of the game, play a great first period, uh, you would certainly hope for a better outcome than what the Kings ended up having. Uh, let's talk about Cal Peterson. Um, he has been a bit of a mirror for the LA Kings season so far, up and down. And he was very up and down in this game. He did make some big saves. Um, he that Like I said, that diving save where he flies across the crease like Superman to get a piece of a shot and save a goal. And then, like I said, it leads right to a Sean Walker tying goal. And you're thinking, all right, a big goal, a great goal right afterwards. We're tied. Maybe some momentum heading to the rest of the game and getting a win. But it, it didn't happen. Uh, Cal also stopped New York Tapo Caco on a breakaway in the third period. But when you let in a couple of soft goals, I think it basically negates the great saves you make. I thought the first goal and the fourth goals were pretty soft. One of them, just a wrist shot from a no-name guy from the blue line. Um, and maybe Cal was a bit screened, but a shot that comes a relatively soft wrist shot from the point from, uh, you know, some no-name guy that finds the back of the net. I don't know how you don't qualify that as a soft goal. No deflection, no real screen like at the last second. Again, maybe he didn't see the shot off of the, you know, the initial release, but uh, I thought that was a pretty soft goal. And um, what would turn out to be the game-winning goal was also, to me, a soft goal. It was from a bad angle. It was from a goal scorer in Chris Kreider, but he was traveling at full speed, didn't have much of an angle. Really, the only thing he could do was just put a shot on net and hope it went in, and it did. And again, in a tie game, that's a that's a save you got to make, in my opinion. Also, I do have to point out Mikey Anderson. He was the defenseman who got beat by Chris Kreider on that on that play, and I like Mikey Anderson. He, I, I, I'm more than happy to have a defensive defenseman in our lineup. Um, but he is basically worthless offensively. He doesn't contribute anything offensively. And as long as he plays standout defense, I'm okay with that. But when all your job is is to play defense, you can't get beat down the ice like that, in my opinion. I know that Chris Kreider is a good player. He's probably a faster skater than Mikey Anderson. I know it's not easy to anticipate a, a length of the ice pass. Um, and you know, But you've, again... All you do is play defense. That's what you're on the team for. And for him to get beat back, to not be able to get back for an icing, and then not be able to you know, contest that shot that went in, um, it's that's not good enough for a guy who basically all he does is play defense, in my opinion. So um, all the way around, um, not great for Cal Peterson. Um, and he's still looking to find a full, complete game. We've talked about it, and sometimes the Kings are kind of that same team as well. We're still looking for them to put um, multiple games together, multiple periods together. Um, one good period is not enough. It's a, it's a three-period hockey game. So we saw one great period from the Kings against the Rangers and uh, two not-so-great periods. After that, add it all together, and it is a loss for the LA Kings. There was a few good things in the loss. Um, and one of them to me is the continued outstanding play of Kevin Fiala. We're going to talk about that in a second, but first I want to invite you to check out locked on sports today from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports go beyond the scoreboard and beyond the scenes with local experts and insights that only 
Locked On can provide. That is Locked On Sports Today, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. And by the way, thanks to Alex on Twitter, who pointed out to me that I had been saying something wrong during that read, and I uh, am embarrassed to say um, it is the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. I had been saying the Audacity app, which is a thing, uh, which is an app, but it's not the app I was supposed to be saying. And somehow Alex understood this and was nice enough on Twitter to tell me, hey, dummy. Uh, no, he didn't say that. I said that. Uh, it's the Odyssey app, not the Audacity app. So again, Alex, thank you for pointing it out uh, because I would have kept saying it wrong for some reason. That was what I was seeing in my head when I was reading that. But again, it is the Odyssey app not the Audacity app. There is a difference. So we've talked about it before. The Kings are basically at the quarter mark of the NHL season. And what do we think about the Kings' biggest offseason acquisition in Kevin Fiala? Well, through 22 games, he is second on the team in goals with seven. He's first on the team in assists with 14, and he is leading the team in points with 21. He's on pace for 26 goals and 78 points. Now, that is a bit off his career year a season ago where he had 33 goals and 82 points, but it should be pointed out that in any other of his seven NHL seasons, the on-pace goals and points for him this season would be career highs as well. So I think Fiala has absolutely delivered on what the Kings expected from him so far. I, I knew he was creative but I honestly didn't know he was as creative as he is. Um, Just an example again in the Rangers game where he takes a rebound, kicks it from his skate to his stick in one motion, scores to beat, oh, by the way, the reigning Vesna Trophy winning goaltender in Igor Shosturkin. And oh, by the way, with the Rangers best defenseman, Jacob Truba, playing defense on him, that is an elite goal uh, any way you slice it. Uh, And there's no doubt in my mind that not only is he one of the best goal scorers, if not the best goal scorer on the team, and I know Gabe Velarde currently has more than him, but he's without question the best passer on the team. That pass to Velarde on the power play was perfect. He couldn't have placed it on his stick any better. All Velarde had to do was hold onto his stick to deflect it in the net. And it was basically Fiala who, if you want to be honest, made the play. Uh, And uh, he gets the assist, not the goal. Um, Velarde does, but that's a perfect pass. He is the best passer on the team. He's maybe the best goal scorer. And when we talked about him coming over from Minnesota, we talked to the locked on host um, from the Minnesota wild. And we asked him, you know, Hey, what are some of the things that he does well? And what are some of the things he doesn't do so well? And he said some of the things that we kind of already knew in that he can be streaky and that he sometimes doesn't play much defense. um, And sometimes he takes some bad penalties and We've seen a little bit of that, but honestly, not much. He's really hasn't taken a bad penalty in, a, in quite a while. Um, I think his defense is decent enough. I mean, he's never going to be, you know, up for a Selkie trophy or anything um, because of his defensive play, but he's not bad defensively. It's not like he stands out as some guy who's only out there to play offense. And um, he hasn't been that streaky. He's had two stretches this year where he's gone without a point for three games, but he also had a stretch this season where he had a point in nine of 11 games. So I think he's been pretty consistent so far this year. So the Kings certainly have some issues this season, but I would say that one of them is not Kevin Fiala. I think he has so far really delivered on what the Kings were looking for when they picked him up this off season. And I think he's uh, been one of the bright spots for the Kings so far this season. I wanted to mention something that I think you guys probably are aware of. 
But when you look at the standings, uh, the LA Kings are currently in third place in the Pacific Division. Um, but that is a little bit misleading. Um, they're more likely, realistically, in the hunt for a wild card spot. They've played 22 games, and that is more than most teams in the NHL. As a matter of fact, I think it is the most. San Jose has 22 as well. So um, they and the Sharks have played the most games so far in the NHL. Uh, Seattle is currently in second place. They've played 19 games, so they got three games in hand on the Kings. Calgary also in the Pacific Division. They've only played 19 games, so they've got three games in hand on the Kings as well. The Oilers have played 20 games. They've got two games in hand. And the point is they still have extra games to play with the opportunity to gain points on the LA Kings. So even though the Kings have been kind of flirting with second and third place for most of the season, it's because they played more games than anyone else. Um, looking at the point totals and the games they've played, the Kings are probably, like I said, a wild card team at this point or battling for a wild card spot. Right now, Calgary is the number one wild card team with 21 points. St. Louis is the number two wild card team with 20 points. And uh, Edmonton is the is also right there with 20 points as well. So going into the season, I thought the Kings, were, that's where they were going to be. I thought they would be battling for a wild card spot. Maybe if things went well, they'd have that third spot. And again, currently, if you look at the standings, they're in third. But realistically, because they played so many more games than the other teams are competing against, it's likely they're probably either a wild card team, realistically, or maybe even just on the outside looking in at a wild card spot. So if you look at the standings and you think, you know what, we haven't been playing that great and we're still in second or third, technically, yes. Uh, but realistically, um, the Kings need to definitely start playing better because the only reason they're really in third place right now is, again, because they have played more games than anyone else. All right, so uh, not bad. Uh, no coughing. Uh, I didn't have to take a sip of a drink. Um, and that's basically going to do it for today's show. I am planning on doing a Friday show, health permitting. Um, we are, If we do have the Friday show, we'll look ahead to the game Friday in San Jose. It's the one game on the road for the Kings in that uh, homestand that they have right now. Uh, we have a bunch of emails to read and answer on um, Friday's show, um, which is great. Um, so we look forward to getting all of your emails in on that Friday show, fingers crossed. Um, but that uh, will do it for today's show. If you are interested in sending an email in the future, the email address is lockedoneddie at gmail.com, E-D-D-I-E, lockedoneddie at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at LockedOnLAKings, and we are on Instagram at LockedOnLAKings as well. Thank you for making Locked on LA Kings your first listen today. For your second listen, again, I want to invite you to check out Locked on Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and beyond the scenes with local experts and insights on only Locked on can provide. That is Locked on Sports today, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for bearing with me, guys. I know I still don't sound great, um, but doing the best I can. Appreciate your uh, patience and your understanding in the kind of wonkiness i've released this show which was intended to be on wednesday but it's on thursday as well again i'm eddie garcia thanks for listening and for watching locked on la kings i hope you have a great thanksgiving and as always go kings go